Have you ever met a narcissist that refused to admit they're wrong? Have you ever met a narcissist that refused to admit any fault in any of the situation? There always had to be pushed and blamed and projected onto someone else, but it couldn't actually be their own. If you guys are new here, this is part of my story. This is part of me just sharing this is who I've been. The person in the room that would never admit that I was wrong, that would never admit that I had any fault, wouldn't admit that I was anything short of perfect. And so I want to be able to share some of this of like why a narcissist refuses to admit fault, what's actually going on underneath the surface. How does this actually affect and impact you and to help you move forward with it? If you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I help break people free from the toxic trauma bonds, the obsessive thinking, the rumination, the thoughts about this toxic person, or just your feeling of being stuck in a relationship that you don't know what to do and you don't know how to get out of. If you'd like more information on how I can help with that, go to rawmotivation.com. would love to be able to help give you some resources and help give you some like steps moving forward in how to break free from the toxicity that you're currently stuck in. Maybe you've seen this in the relationship with talking, with going back and forth, where it seems impossible to convince him that something's actually wrong. Typically, it's this first aspect of trying to avoid the ego getting attacked. Now you're like, I'm not even attacking his ego. Well, he thinks that you're attacking his ego. And the reason why is because his ego is fabricated. Ego is very false. The ego is something that a narcissist like is it's like an inflatable house. And the narcissist looks at you with your criticism and you're like, oh, you're coming at me with a bunch of knives in my inflatable house. Uh-uh, we ain't doing this. So we got to be able to protect it as much as we can and puff it up even more. If it's a bigger house, then maybe you'll feel more concerned and you'll actually step back and not come at it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, you're like, that seems like a silly illustration. It is because I try to bring it up in a way so you understand the narcissist doesn't think about stuff logically. Like, there's not this piece of like, oh, that makes sense. No, there's this piece of like, you're looking and thinking about how I'm describing some of this. You're like, I'm not even attacking him. Okay, but a narcissist thinks that. Now, I'm not saying this for you to change up something you're doing. I'm saying this like, you focus on you. Don't even focus on him, okay? But I'm, I'm saying this to, to help you understand what the thought process is. If you, like, you try to come up with criticism, you try to come up with exposing their lies, you try to come up with like, hey, I just want you to be honest. And the narcissist is like, oh, you're attacking me. Because it's all this piece of like avoiding the ego getting hurt. Okay, the, the narcissist fears this aspect of the ego like fracturing, of the ego breaking. Now, it comes from this deep-rooted fear of like this ego piece of like, this is who I am. This is who I feel like I am. This is who I'm projecting, the mask that I'm putting up there. And you might expose it. You might hurt it. You might break it. Sometimes there's a piece of the narcissist feeling inferior 
And and sometimes that fits as far as like, okay, I feel inferior because I don't fit into society or I don't fit in the same way with other people. But it's not always necessarily like, oh, I'm jealous because you're such a great person. I want to be like you. Sometimes people get all confused. Okay. But when we talk about this piece of the narcissist refusing to admit fault, there's a huge reluctance there because of what it will do to the ego. It will impact me in a negative way if I admit that I'm wrong. So I would just never admit that I was wrong. Like in my relationship with my wife, there was times where I would be in the wrong. Many times that I would be in the wrong, okay? But I would never want to admit it. It would never be something that would even be uttered or come out of my mouth. I wouldn't say I was wrong. I'd say, well, I did this because. I'd say, well, you know, I wouldn't have done this if it wasn't because of you, I would blame it, I would shift it, I would get angry, all these different pieces, but I wouldn't actually say the words, I was wrong. Why? Because that would hurt my ego. That would hurt my entitled sense of self that says I'm a superior, perfect human being that is better than everybody else. Like that's what it would do. It would hurt the giant ego that couldn't fit into the room because I had so much ego. I wanted to be the perfect person and say that I was a perfect person and believe that I was a perfect person when I was far from the truth. But as a result, I couldn't admit I was wrong. So I wouldn't. I would avoid that. Maybe the closest I ever got was I'm less right. (laughs) Right? Like I had to switch it around in a way to make myself feel better about myself. Think of it this way, like you've had times when you've confronted your partner, you've confronted the narcissist about something that's going on, an oversight, a blunder, something even small, like not huge. But rather than admitting fault, he deflects it, he blames it, he creates a different narrative that protects the perceived superiority. This is what it is. It's like, let me protect the image that I've created. Let me protect this so it doesn't impact my ego, so it doesn't impact me in a negative way. The other aspect of why narcissist refuses to admit a fault is simply just to maintain control and maintain power over you. This is the power play where the narcissist says, let me make sure that you are subservient, that you are underneath me, that you are a slave to me. It is this thought process of like, if I show weakness by not being the perfect person, if I show weakness by not ruling over you, making sure you're subservient to me, then my kingship will break down. Then I won't be the supreme person in the entire world. Like it, it doesn't make sense logically. So some of you might be scratching your head of like, how does it even make sense? I get it. I'm just trying to share for this perspective from this frame. There's some things about narcissism. Side note, there's some things about narcissism and there's some things about narcissistic personality disorder that you will never understand in your frame of reference and in your frame of mind because you are not a narcissist. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I can do the best to be able to communicate and to share and to give you the knowledge and the information, but until you actually do something with it for you, nothing will actually change. 
I had to have this like very frank conversation with someone the other day on a one-on-one where they were asking a bunch of questions and I was like, hey, what is it you're actually looking for? Because we can go around this table all day long and I can keep explaining stuff in different ways to help you understand narcissistic personality disorder, but it will not give you the healing. They're a little frustrated with that. And I was like, I can keep doing it. Like, I don't mind giving you the answers, but it won't actually help you heal. And there's like half of you watching this video like, but I need to know, then I can heal. You don't. You don't. This is why stuff like EMDR, EMI, Splunkna, like different therapy methods, like you don't even have to know the actual thing to heal. You don't. But people think, sometimes even out of ego, but people think like if I know, if I can understand, then I'll have the opportunity to heal. The problem is we have so many people that research and understand so much about narcissism, but are not healed. You can find it out there. There's tons of people that could recite all of narcissism back to you, understanding it from the ins and outs, but they still get triggered and don't know what to do. They still spiral out and they still get frustrated. They still obsess about the other person and they're not actually healed. Narcissist wants to keep you under his control. Wants to keep you focused on the things that will not actually help you grow. Wants to keep you focused on him, not actually you. So for a narcissist, it's like, if I make a mistake, if I look bad, I can't admit fault because I'm going to lose some of that power and control over you. I'm going to lose control over the relationship. I'm going to lose the power dynamic that I have in the relationship that keeps you subservient to me. So nurse is like, can't admit that, can't admit fault, can't admit that something's wrong. Because then that's going to eat away at the authority that I have over you. Because the nurse is looking at you as a, a, an object, an item, a, a thing for them to be able to have in their life. And so there's this piece of like, you might have narcissist's face of being wrong. He's going to flip it around, gaslight you, shifting the blame, all of this to maintain a piece of authority. Like it has to be, I'm still in control. What about the last thing? Okay. The last thing that is typical when we talk about narcissism is lack of empathy and accountability. Okay. Nar- narcissist can't have empathy. We get that. Okay. All the time. It's not hundred percent true, but if that helps for the moment, we'll just walk through this. Okay. Lack of empathy and accountability. The narcissist refused to admit fault because of this piece of empathy void. Okay. It's not just because they have no empathy. It's because they're unwilling unwilling to acknowledge or identify with the feelings and needs of others. You're like, well, I don't know if that's true. Okay, then read the DSM-5 because that's the actual definition. Narcissist lack empathy is unwilling to acknowledge and whatever I just said because I just lost it. Okay, but admit and see the other feelings of others. Okay, because narcissists struggle with this because if I have to acknowledge it, if I have to like actually see it, if I have to hold space for it or to approach your feelings, it means I have to deal with my own. Rather avoid my own. Rather avoid that there's anything wrong with me. Rather avoid that I have anxiety. Rather avoid that I struggle with the depression. Rather avoid the feelings of weakness. So instead I become an inconvenience to your emotions and say, hey, you're bothering me. Let's move past this. I don't want to deal with this. The past is in the past. Let's focus on what I want to focus on. Narcissists struggle to identify and connect with your feelings and emotions. And it makes it difficult because if I can't connect with yours, 
then all I do is I see that you have a fault, but I don't admit that I have one. Like, I don't admit that there's actually something I'm struggling with. I don't admit that there's something wrong with me. I just look at you and I judge. And I say, you're an awful person. I can't believe you do that. I can't believe you struggle with that. And I put people down like that. I put my wife down like that for anxiety, for panic attacks, for things like that, that I would sometimes cause and then put that down being like, it's not real. You're just making that up. Do you see how awful that is? Like I'm saying this as a way to say this is exposure. One, I'm exposing myself. But two, I'm saying, hey, these are the things I've done so you can connect with it and be able to see. And narcissists will not admit fault because they're afraid of losing power and control over you. They're afraid of the vulnerability. They're afraid of the ego. And they're also have this piece of like, I don't want to do this because then I have to acknowledge that I'm not a perfect person. It's time for you to be free. Like the narcissist is going to keep running you around the mulberry bush over and over and over, not admitting fault. And it might be crucial for you to understand why they don't admit fault, but at the end of the day, it's not going to heal you. It's not going to be the magic like piece of the puzzle that makes everything click and makes you feel warm and fuzzy and better inside because it still has happened. All the shit has still happened to you. You're the only person who can actually change. You're the only person who can actually transform. You're the only person that can actually admit to you being you and what you need to do to work on you, to heal, to grow, to change, to develop, to transform into the person you're actually called to be. That's it. I can help you with that, would love to have you join the 45-day clarity challenge. One of the single most things that we've seen consistently when people show all in, they get a lot of healing from it. You can see that claritychallenge.net, claritychallenge.net. If you want access to me and you want to interact more, we can talk at rawmotivations.com. You can book a one-on-one. Would love to be able to help you move forward. And if you haven't already, hit subscribe to be able to just catch up on some of the videos that we produce every single day, trying to help you understand and help you be free on a daily basis.